What up, homie Jeez? Welcome to the podcast. I'm trying to log out of my computer whilst talking, and I think that's kind of disappointing because I should be paying this um, podcast intro a lot more attention. Exactly. Can you get some pep in your voice, please? Sorry. Hi, guys. I've done Thank it. You. I've logged out. I've managed to log out. You don't understand what it's like to be nearly 40 and trying to deal with technology. I don't. I don't because I'm nearly 30 and trying to deal with technology. Oh, my God. I'm so young. I'm so young. It's so difficult. When are you going to admit your actual age? Like, when I... are you going to start acting your actual age? Oh, okay. I was going to say, I admit my actual age. When do you need to catch up? Um, I don't know. And I'm concerned that when I turn 30, yeah. I might have to be. A bit more of an adult. What point do you become a cougar would be my second question. <laughs> I already am one, mate. <laughs> oh, God. But that's the thing. If your brain and mind and soul are of a younger age than your biology, God. then you're allowed. You're not a cougar. You can kiss you younger dudes. You sound like an aunt of mine who <laughs> smoked reefer until she was 80 and was a swinger. <laughs> so just saying. Okay, but I don't even know what reefer is. Is that pot? Weed, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's so many names for it. You it's hard to keep up. You wouldn't have even tried it. I, I don't do drugs. No, but it doesn't mean you haven't tried it. I don't do drugs. Imagine how many cheeseburgers you'd get through if you were ah! on the Green Dragon. Okay, anyhow, um, that's not what this show's about. No. Um, coming up, Brittany from Bachelor in Paradise. She's the tall one that talks a lot. She does talk a lot. Uh, she didn't talk as much no, it was on so our, inter- weird. our interview. We were like, hey, Brittany. So weird. Yeah, but uh, still a good chat. We yep. speak to a world record holder. From- that guy is a superstar. Yeah, he's got big old calves. Yeah, as a result of something he did pretty much in a garage over the weekend uh, in Warana. Mm. Uh, so enjoy the podcast. We'll speak to you again. Tomorrow. Tell your friends about it. So, you're in the digital age, eh? Too cool for the radio. So you've downloaded this. You've actually chosen to listen. Sorry in advance. But here goes Ellie and Bex. Hey, Ellie. Uh, what did you get up to on the weekend? What did you achieve? Um, I went to a party. Yes. Oh, that was that party. Yep. When the cops got called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After I left, I'll have yes. you know. Um, <laughs> what else did I do? I went for, I, I climbed Coolum. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Went for a walk along Mooloolabar. Okay. Big weekend for me. Did you set a world record? I did not. You got nothing on this bloke, then. If you heard a mysterious tap, 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 tap in Warana over the weekend, don't worry, it wasn't your neighbours getting lucky. It was one of them setting a world record. Hello, Jamie Milne. Oh, good afternoon, team. How are you? Well, well, thank like you. Like that, good salutations all round. Please tell everyone <laughs> the world record that you broke in Warana over the weekend. Look, it was all of the most amount of double unders, which is two skips per one jump yep. in 12 hours. <laughs> in 12 hours. Okay, this is the part that gets me. So you spent your entire Saturday skipping <laughs> yeah. twice at once for 12 hours? Yes, I would have much rather been surfing or enjoying this beautiful (laughs) city we live in, but yes, that's what I was doing. While you were doing that, I was bogged at the Bongaree boat ramp. That's that's, that's how good I was going. How many, mate, in the 12 hours? How many of those double under? 22,222. So was that without stopping? the 12 hours? I basically did 250 to 280 double unders every six minutes. Oh so then if I, if I did that, for example, in like four and a half minutes and I got 90 seconds to lick my wounds and have a drink and maybe go to the bathroom and then am yeah, I get, straight back into am it. Am I getting this right? That's 1,800 an hour? Yeah. Yeah, oh that's about right. I was, yeah, I was so, trying to get about 2,000. So you, you're actually, you bang on the money. Yeah, so, so about 80, So, for, again, for those playing at home, that is, you're standing there with the rope, okay? You leave the ground, 
The rope passes twice under your feet before you, your feet touch the ground again. So this is the sort of thing that if you're watching some of the extreme workouts from some of the best boxers in the world, if you watch a Floyd Mayweather, they'll often do that to show off for 10 or 20 seconds at the end of a skipping routine. You did it over 20,000 times. That just blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you say it like that, I actually think, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very <laughs> cool. Awesome. So the so previous... Such a key way, way to look at it. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. So the previous <laughs> record was, what, 20,000. What were you aiming to get to? Funnily enough, when I went back through the, the actual application, I must have been feeling really optimistic at this time because I hadn't... When they asked, what, what number are you aiming for, I actually put 100,000. So it must have been, yeah, which is obviously once I'd figured out, oh, God, this is not going to work at all. Um, I I dialed it in a bit and watered it down a bit and thought 25,000 would be amazing. That would just be a magnificent way to break the record. The big question is how knackered were your legs at the end of that day or the next day? How would you feel? Honestly, I envisioned these massive Arnold Schwarzenegger cars, the kind of cars you love to suck in, Swole, in a bro. Of heels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought in heels, I'm going to look amazing. And <laughs> so they were really, really sore. My legs were super sore. And I kind of thought, oh, look, I can tolerate this. It's not too bad. And then I got up Monday morning to go to the bathroom at about 2 o'clock in the morning. And honestly, my legs completely gave way. And I ended up... <gasps> like a dog's breakfast on the bathroom floor and I thought, oh, this is actually really bad. I've never done this sober before in my life. <laughs> so, Sounds like Ellie after a big night at Ocean yeah, Street. to be fair. I yeah. know, oh, I was going to say, I've done it many times on the on the lash, but sober, this is just great. <laughs> Earlier today, we tried to uh, recreate do we have your, to, do we have your to tell him? world record. I was like, yeah, I can do it and give it a crack. Yeah. So uh, we had a skipping rope in the office yes. and I tried. Um, I don't want to brag too much, but I got five double unders in a row. And that's all we've got time for today. Jamie from Rowana, thank you so much. Um, my mate Bex couldn't even do one. Uh, well, oh, yeah. there, we go. there we go. Yet again, yet again, 100 kilos and having cerebral palsy. I'm not suited to double <laughs> unders. I'm just, just saying, just saying. It's not my people's sport. Can Australia claim you like we've done to Russell Crowe and Pavlova? I would be extremely grateful to be claimed by this glorious country. Oh, I love Australia. Look at that. No, I'm dead set. I am true blue all the way through. I love this place. So there you go. I'd be grateful to be claimed by Australia. He's our choice. Bro. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> good on you, Jamie. Thanks so much for coming on the show. And thank you for having me, guys. Go well today. Thank you for your time. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 In the interest of slightly humiliating me and uh, really celebrating your children, Give us a call, 545-11919 if your kid can skip because we want to find the youngest person who can master this simple talent where I can't. (laughs) So let's open up the phone lines now to Dexter from Karoi. Hello, Dexter. Hi. How you doing? Dexter, how old are you if you don't mind my asking? Uh, I'm nine. Nine, so grade four? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, okay. Three. Well, there you go. That's oh, right. There or thereabouts, mate. <laughs> um, tell me this, Dexter. Can you skip? Yeah. Yeah, you can. But hang on. Dex, <laughs> like as in jumping over just one's not right. Which reminds me, I got over one and you didn't put it in the video. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. If you watch the video, there's no evidence of that. Like, um, how long could you go for like a minute, Dex, if we needed you to? Uh, yeah, about... 
About a minute, yeah. Okay. Um, could you do a double under like Jamie from Warana? The yeah, uh, World I can Record? only do one. Oh, He's nine. Okay. Give That's him a break. Right. No, hey, well, hey, we're just we're seeing. We're what do you think about mate Jamie who did twenty two thousand two hundred twenty two doubles in twelve hours? Uh, I'd be so happy <laughs> if you could do that, mate. You, well, you're already in front of me. Already in front of me. If you can crank out a couple. Yeah, and Jamie's a bit older than you, so you've got years to grow those calf muscles and, you know, really work talk, on your way towards We're talking it. to a nine-year-old now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, Dexter, well done. So, you keep jumping. Uh, it's good for your heart, okay? Amazing. Uh, we've done yeah. a little surf of the phones and no one can beat a nine-year-old. There's no one younger than Dexter on 545-11919. It's called Through. Mm. That can skip. Can you well, imagine you if there's a kid there that's eight years old and is just waiting for mum to come back from the shops yeah. in the <laughs> car? Mom's Hurry up! I can do it. I swear, I'm really good. Why'd at you give me a prepaid? I'm really good at what, what are the tricks that you can do? I don't there's know. double dutch. Oh, where there's God. two ropes going on. Anyway, there you go, Bex. I can't do Being any tricks. By a nine-year-old. <laughs> good on you, Dexter from Karoi, you little legend. Kelly oh, yeah. and Bex. Ninety-one point nine CFM. On ninety-one point nine CFM. You can call me. The Riddler. That's Ellie and Bex. Yeah, if your brain has not been tested enough this week at work or at school oh, or wherever you've been, then we're here to do it for you. Feeling like a bit of putty. All right, three riddles in front of me and the number, if you want to get in a queue to have a crack at them, the third one, of course, if you solve that, you are the Riddler champion. 545-11919. Give us a call. First riddle today as we go to Joel in Monday. Big hello to you. What can't be put in a saucepan, Joel? Hey, guys. Um, I reckon you'd be talking about the lid. There we go. Oh, stop it. It's that easy. You just figured it out. <laughs> Here's me. I was thinking like a cloud or like a, a giraffe. In theory, big enough saucepan, giraffe goes in. I'm sure. What if you have a small enough lid, though? Boom! You've been lawyered. I said it's, but it's lid. the wrong lid, darling. Yeah. Oh. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, well, Joel. So, sometimes I jump in and sometimes I can just let the listeners do it. <laughs> Thank you, Joel. You can hang there because we'll go to uh, riddle number two, five four five double one nine one nine. if you want to jump in. What has many needles but doesn't sew? Or is that Sue? <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> what has many needles but doesn't sew? What has many needles but doesn't hmm. sew? Doesn't Might. sew. That... Do ra, um, do re, Ellie's Tinder's just going off in the background. <laughs> going to give you five more seconds, champ, and then we're going to have to go to our next caller. What has ne- many needles but doesn't sew? Um, a porcupine. <laughs> that's actually true. Do we give him that? Because that's actually, although I'm pretty sure somewhere on the internet there'll be a video of someone's porcu- pet porcupine sewing. If I saw border <laughs> collies being ridden by monkeys in a rodeo, then, you know what, let's give it to you. Okay, well, what's the real answer? Uh, the real answer is a Christmas tree. Pine needles. Hey. Oh, oh come on, Joel. All I'm right, just giving Joel. you a free kick and you're like, man. <laughs> yeah, no, Joel, Joel's only in it for the premium riddles. All okay. right, third and final for you and everyone else. If you've called through, please hold on because we've seen plenty of people. Bradbury on 545-11919. Joel, what kind of band never plays music? A rubber band. Oh, he's, oh. Done, he's done it. Joel, is that a... Is, are we? Hold on. Is this a clean sweep for Riddler? Yeah. <gasps> Yo! You, you thought... made me get all gravelly with my voice, which means I'm very excited. God, that's got to work yeah. wonders on a date, doesn't it? <laughs> so, do you want to go to the bedroom? Okay, all right. It's not in that context. <laughs> Joel, Riddler of the week. How does it oh. feel? Oh, pretty good. Oh, okay. Come on, Joel. Fair enough. Can you, can you get a gravelly yeah. voice happening, please? Only after about six oh, pints at the good. Imperial. Am I right, Joel? <laughs> 
Only have about six at the uh, MP. Six bourbons will do. Hey, Joel, just quickly, if we were to have a prize for this segment, um, would you appreciate a bumper sticker that says, I'm this week's Riddler, I'm the Riddler of the week? Uh, yeah, that'll do. Yeah, thank So, you. Joel, if I was asking you honestly and you weren't on air, what would your answer to that question be? Um, probably the same. <laughs> You know what? I'll you. take that. I will take that to the promo meeting next week. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Uh... <laughs> Ellie and Bex. We're in a very fitting song to come out of, given what we're about to talk about. Yes. Because um, that song by the Hilltop Hoods was written when the first round of lockdown hit, right? Mm. They were like, I'm, pre- I'm good, I'm good, I'm pretty good. And then it's like, well, actually, thanks for asking, but I'm actually pretty awful. Yeah, but the, the good thing about that track, if you see a lot of other music that's come out during COVID, mm. I mean, I don't mind saying Taylor Swift's album was one of the darkest albums I've heard in a long time. I listened to the whole thing back to back and it was pretty clear that that, that was heavily affected by being in a crap situation in America. Mm. So to hear stuff like that, that still what you remember from that song is I'm good. So that kind of gives me a little bit of a pep. Yeah. And which that, is the hilltop style. And it compares 2020 to an unshaved ball bag as well. So, I mean, that, <laughs> that's going to get you up and about. Difficulty for describing the downstairs over the last few days, but you can just chuck in ball bag. I'm just quoting lyrics from a song that we play here at 91.9 Fair enough. I'll be using that in court. <laughs> um, but no, I did just want to bring this up today because this morning I um, went down to the beach at Malula Bar, yeah. took my laptop down and mm. thought, you know what, I'm gonna. it's such a nice day, I'm going to do my show prep from here. Yeah, we had so, a show Zoom and you just looked like the person having the best day of their life. That's the thing. I was just like, I kind of had a bit of an epiphany. Um, I was like, I am so lucky right yes. now to be able to be here. And I looked around and there was people everywhere, you know, there was people with their kids taking them for a swim and on the playground and, uh-huh. you know, an old couple sitting across from me just sitting which having a coffee, which I just, exactly, just stared at. And I've got a lot of friends in Victoria because I was there for the last two years, mm-hmm. as were you. Yep. Um, what are you saying? I and don't so- have any. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've got a couple. Um, so I have spent the last few days reaching out to these people yeah. um, and making sure that everyone that, you know, I love in Victoria, I'm checking in with. Because what's going on down there is soul-destroying. Yeah. I mean, it's necessary, mm. uh, you know, in a lot of ways. And I'm not interested in getting into a debate over masking, non-masking, lockdown, not lockdown. No, no. They're doing clearly doing their best to try and overcome these things. but. I'm with you. The last week, particularly in my family and friends, I've noticed that the the smile on the outside has just started to fade a fraction. Yeah, exactly. And I remember how I felt in back in April when we went into lockdown here. Yeah, and okay. it, you it's, were a nightmare. I know. It was honestly, I can say here, it was the worst my mental health's ever been. My oh. relationship fell apart. I was stuck indoors. I was in a new place. It was not a good time for uh, me. My entire job for those couple of, well, month or so was yeah. literally, I felt personally, to make sure that you just got through each day, you know, and that was hard. Yeah, and I'm someone who's... you're such an upbeat, can do, who gives us stuff if the club's closed, we'll drink at home kind of person. Exactly. <laughs> like, I've all, I've always, my mental health's always been great. I've always been, you know, quite a happy person. But, yeah, it really took a toll. So I just kind of, I don't know, I guess I wanted to come on here today and say, if you know anyone in Victoria, yeah. please reach out to them. Because it's not nice. And also, let's not get complacent here because we do not want to go back to that way of life. 100%. And um, we're not preachers or anything like no, that. No, not at all. Uh, this is not what we usually do on this show. The one thing I would say, I think that's a great, great, just something to do for 10 minutes of your day. Like, we mm. all act like we're time poor. And, you know, I'm the first to say to you all the time, I go, too many things to do around here and whatever else. Mm-hmm. The reality is 10 minutes to ring a Vic, mm. not, not that long. And it, it could make their day. And the other thing I'd say, just before you obviously wrap things up, is New South Wales, they're starting to feel the same way too mm-hmm. because it's impending. They see what's coming. 
Um, and when you and I try and prepare our show on the day, the today we open up and the news was just doom and gloom between is, yep. Beirut and what's happening with, you know, uh, Weinstein people and, you know, the girl from Netflix who killed herself. And then there's COVID, 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 COVID. Uh, if you make the effort, put 20 minutes into your day mm. into calling two people, um, then maybe you can start to change the narrative that people see. Exactly, exactly. So reach out and, of course, if you are feeling sick or unwell, get tested. Um, yes. We don't want another breakout outbreak here. And it's okay to not be okay with this sort of stuff. It's okay to have all this stuff pretty full on mm. staring you in the face and find it really daunting. I mm-hmm. think what I've seen from a lot of people is there's a lot of stiff upper lip going on, mm. not just in Victoria and New South Wales, but in Queensland as well. There's a lot of people who have open, shut, open, shut. A lot of people who are, you know, what's going to happen in September with, uh, you know, JobKeeper, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's okay in the same way that it's okay to feel fantastic and just get on with your business, mm. it's also okay not to be okay about this sort of stuff. I think, you know, start that conversation. A hundred percent. And if you do need to speak to anyone, the number for Lifeline is 13 11 14. Ellie and Bex. And Bex, you and I have both been a pretty big fan of Batch in Paradise this I, I look, season. I've progressively gone from pretending that I just watch it because my wife's watching it yeah. to saying, yeah, I don't mind the audio episode, to getting angry at myself and expressing that against, you know, Tim and, and Kieran and those guys for being tools to now finally being able to say, I am a fan. And a lot of this is to do with this one woman who is on the phone right now. Hello, Brittany, a.k.a. Litney. Hello. I have been waiting to get you on the show uh, all season. I feel like Litney is kind of where Party Ellie would love to be <laughs> mentally on a Friday <laughs> night. Always. Always and forever. I mean, I know <laughs> Even you're... if you're not drinking, you can still use the metaphor. Yeah, exactly. Well, I know you're down on the Goldie, Brittany, but I feel like you and I are kindred souls when it comes to having yeah. a good time, you know? You just want to hit the town, creep. go out, have a couple of drinks, have a couple if of If a loves. dude says that, it's creepy. But I know. That, you know, that's, <laughs> that's all right. Now, let's uh, clear out Bachelor stuff and then we can move on to talking about stuff that you actually want to talk about, okay? So you and Jacko, oh. you and Jacko no longer... Uh, you have been total class in dealing with this in the media. Where exactly is it at? Yeah, so, you know, unfortunately, living in different states, that it's hard to, like, form a connection that would be really strong without moving somewhere. So yeah. we tried it out. I went to his birthday. I met his family. I met his friends. And just unfortunately, you know, the distance just didn't make it work. So we ended, like, we just ended it as friends. And but, he's still a good friend now, and we talk all the time. he owned a pie business, girl. What's going on? Oh, I still haven't tried a pie. I'm so upset. Yeah, his dad <laughs> started Garlo's Pies, which is huge. It's like Mrs. Max, but all in right. New South Wales. It's there you go. All right. Your thoughts quickly on Kieran and Tim. And, I mean, ultimately, Australia's not loving them at the moment. What are your thoughts, Britt? Yeah, they just went for a lad's holiday. Yeah, right. <laughs> the cameras were there and they were just like, going for it. My, my best part about that sort of stuff is, yes, they acted like clowns, even if you, even if the edit was a bad edit. Yeah. You know, it was pretty bad. But it's kind of like, particularly Karen, I think, came out of it like, why? Why don't you love me, Australia? Yeah, like, what have I done what wrong? What have I done wrong? I haven't told any lies. It's like, dude, you have not said anything <laughs> truthful. Now, Brittany, I was just reading, apparently a petition has been started to make you Bachelorette 2021. That'd Thoughts be amazing. on that? I know, I saw that. They tagged me in it. I can't believe it. People are actually signing it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, should I sign it too? No. Yeah, girl, I'll sign it for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Tell all your friends. No. Yeah. Now, Litney, you, you mentioned um, that after the first time you went on The Bachelor, um, your family basically said, mate, you need to, next time you go on television, you need to shut up and just not talk as much and <laughs> just, just don't be yourself, essentially, for the cameras. Um, what was the family review? I'm interested in what mum and dad thought on The Goldie. Uh, when you came back out of this one. 
Yeah, no, they loved it. Like, I was a little bit crazy this time, but I showed another side of me, so they were really proud. Yeah, you came across very well. Like, yeah. I know other people are complaining about bad edits and whatnot, but girl, you smashed it and Australia has fallen in care. love with you. She doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> Is there such thing as a bad edit? Yes. <laughs> All right, well, let's finish this quickly with the top three things because, of course, it's, uh, you know, after three o'clock today and you would have been going since six o'clock at least, uh, pretty much holding a room, four to five interviews per hour, everyone from print to TV to us on radio. The top three in any order, the top three questions, because you get the same questions each time, the top three questions that have been asked of you today. So it would be Jackson, Cass and Jamie. We didn't ask about Jamie. What are they asking about Jamie? They were just asking like how he was and things. We're really great friends and I don't believe like people that say bad edits and things, I don't believe in that, but. I thought he didn't even have a bad one. He was just himself. Yeah, he just got emotional a yeah. few times. I loved watching it all. Like, I, I couldn't have a better edit. Well, not edit because there's no such thing. I couldn't <laughs> have a better experience. What do I always say about those things, Ellie, if you go on one of those shows? They can't edit it if you don't say it. That's Bex's little exactly mantra. Right. <laughs> you go. Well, Litney, I tell you what, um, I was kind of expecting you to be off tap on the phone, but you're just so growing up and <laughs> this is kind of a weird experience for me. I had a birthday since, so, you know, mature now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Any, any words of wisdom to the young kids out there before you go on the sunny coast? Like, just be honest and true to yourself and everything will work out. Yeah, girl. Brittany from Batch in Paradise, <laughs> thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you so much. Bye. Ellie and Bex. Uh, we're talking to you kids if you're a moneymaker. And by that I mean if you're a kid that's got a business idea or something to make a little cashola off the ground. Yeah, the reason we're talking about this is because there's a kid down on the Goldie. His name's Zarias, firstly. Great name. Cracking name. Zarias Loveridge. Could you, you get a better name than that? No, no. He's three years old. Last week he made $150. Three years old? Yep. Yep. 150 bucks. Yep. That's more than you. I know, right? Literally. I've got to start doing what he's doing. What's so he doing? He's delivering pamphlets. Yes. Um, and not only that. He's three. I know. Well, I think maybe his mum comes with him. Well, she's on a very long, like she's got him on like a 4,000 reel or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's just got Find My Friends on Snap. He's got Snap Maps turned on. That's yes. how the kids do it these days. Uh-huh. Um, and not only that, but he's a model for Culture Kings. Oh, God. He's and an so earner, this kid. Three. He's such an earner. How much is he making all up, you reckon? A, a oh, year. I mean, 150. You're the mathematician in, All the, right, in so the team. All right, so seven and a half grand for delivering um, uh, the pamphlets, and let's say another ten for Culture King. So he, he's nudging twenty thousand bucks a year at the age of three. That's not too bad. <sighs> so his mum set him up a, a bank account. Yeah, and she's going to put it all aside for I when he's eighteen. Dolomite. What's it? And he has to put it. Oh God, I don't know what dollar might. Sorry, is. what did, what did Bank West do for kids over <laughs> in WA? You, Did you just take a guess? Because I actually am with Bankwest. Well, it's the only bank over there. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Here's what we'd like to talk about. Are you a kid listening or do you have a kid? And Ellie said own a kid. You don't own children. Uh, no. do, do you have a kid that makes money? Love Quick example. Mm-hmm. I actually get my dog treats from a company owned by Big, Ross, Big Boss Rod's uh, grandson. There this you kid go. He's a teenager mm-hmm. and he exports all around Australia. Amazing, really? From their living room, yeah, yeah. Monique in Budrum, have you got a little moneymaker in your life? I do. I have a 13-year-old daughter mm-hmm. who actually has set up her own business with the 10-cent uh, cans and bottles. Oh, yeah. She's put, she's put bins out at various spots, including some of the local restaurants, and she collects 
the the bins, goes and collects them and cleans them and puts them back out. Oh. And then takes them and recycles the bottle. W- what's her name? Hannah. Hannah, good on you, champion. Hannah. That is amazing. Hannah you know from Budrum, good I, on you. I do that myself and uh, I'm, I take forever <laughs> because I've just you got... You couldn't fun. get that business off the ground. <laughs> I know, right? I've never thought about putting bins out. That's genius. That's so don't her, steal her, her idea. Her issue is, though, that, that we actually charge her to drive her to all those places. Oh, she's got, what, what is it, so, outlay? No. Yeah, 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 so yeah. The, she's got the, some fixed costs. The penalty costs. payment is that every month, for however much she makes, she has to give 20% to a charity. Oh, I was going to say 20 If you said 20% to you, I was like, you're kind of... Kind of slave driving your own child, but that's amazing. That uh, is, that's I've got. Oh, you just gave me goosebumps, Monique. How that much is would so she? Nice. How much would she make? I know it's it's hard yakka for not much coin, but how much would uh, yep. the little girl make? Look, last last year she made about fifteen hundred dollars, and that was her spending money when we as a family went to Europe for on a, a family holiday. Oh, good on you, Monique. She yes. sounds like an absolute ripper, and you know you sound like you're doing a Takes great job in her teaching mother, her. I heard. Yeah. Takes after her mother. Is that right? Oh, and a dad. There you go. John is in Sippy Down. John, who's the moneymaker in your life? Have you got one? What's the story? That's my son. Your son. Um, Okay. Yeah, he's uh, 13 years old. He bought himself a second-hand lawnmower. And uh, we've got him a battery whippersnipper. And he goes out lawing lawns. You're kidding. What, just around Sippy or is he? Uh, On the Harmony Estate, on the new estate there. That's amazing. So he's Brilliant. actually really thought this through. It's not like he just had the equipment lying around. It's like, I may as well make a buck out of this. He's actually thought, look, this is he's what I want to do. Needs. I'm going to go out and make it happen. Yep. He's got a, got a searching on Facebook to find him a, a lawnmower. He's paid for it himself. Amazing. And how old is, is he again? Uh, just saying that thing. I was going to say, he's 13. 28. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but, but his, his dad's very Jim. proud of him. <laughs> his dad is very, very proud of him. What's he charging for an average lawn these days? Uh, a small front, uh, front lawn, uh, ten to fifteen dollars, and uh, oh. a long twenty. That's I've a never bargain. hired a lawn person before. Is you know, that the, cheap? Oh, well, that's heaps cheap. I reckon you'd be paying at least for a front and back lawn. I in Sydney, albeit I was paying about two hundred bucks. Wow. Oh, so there you go. So maybe you guys getting to put his prices up. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> for That's sure. That's the spirit, Dad. We'll uh, give him a big, uh, big hug from us. Well done, champ. What's his name? Uh, it's Oliver. 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 Does he have a Facebook page or anything for his business? No, but he's been handing leaflets out. It's Ollie's mowing. Ollie's mowing. Ollie's get mowing. around at Sippy Downs crew. Yeah. You gotta get past his ass a bargain. I just think it's amazing that there's an English kid out there called Oliver. That's just <laughs> that's done me. That, that has done me. Thank you, John. All right, let's stay in Sippy Downs, but move on to Heidi. First Hello, question. Heidi. Yes. Uh, yeah, sorry. Hello, Howdy. Heidi, and all that. Do you uh, live around the Harmony Estate? Uh, no, not the Harmony in the older section of Sippy Downs. Okay, we'll see if he travels because we've got a mate who does uh, front lawns for ten dollars. Yes, uh, he's thirteen. Check out Ollie's uh, mowing. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Pretty good, yeah. pretty good. I'm pretty sure that's the best rate I can get you. Anyhow, yes. uh, you're ringing, obviously, to speak about your child. Tell us about this little legend. Yeah, I've got a Justin 17, so, uh, and he started a Paracordium is, is the name of the business, and it's Paracord um, handles and guitar straps and um, esky handles, camera handles, and he seems to be booming. <laughs> Okay, all right. So, okay, pa- paracord? That pa- that's parachute cord, right? So it's a really high-end rope, essentially. Is that 
Yeah, that's correct. He's um, He makes even the bracelet. So what people do when they go out camping in case of an emergency, they can actually use the um, bracelets as well. Oh, there you go. Wow. How did, that, is, that seems like such a niche product. How does he come up with that idea? Okay. I actually don't know. Just one day he started asking for the paracord and um, then started making them. And he put it on Facebook and started his own page and done the logo. And next minute he's got all this, like, people messaging he's just re-listed it on the marketplace and i think he had 19 orders yesterday oh my 19 is a lot out of this world but good on him good you, know, on him indeed. you know i mean geez the amount of money i've spent at bunnings i don't think i've ever got a dollar back yeah right <laughs> so, <laughs> so is he just finishing school this year yes he's finishing year 12 this year is he going to bother doing any further study or anything or is this it? is this going to become a you know multinational corporation yes no, I think it's sort of like a side thing that he, he created for himself, but he actually does um, drone flying and photography and he's got his... Oh, um, so, yeah, so it's being, aviation. I yeah, am so being that's, yeah. put to the sword Me by too. the talents of kids who average at about 14. Unbelievable. Amazing. Heidi, good yeah. on him. Tell him well done from us. Yes. I will. Thank you very much. And Thank if, you. If, if, we could go some show bracelets. Yeah, yeah, and and it's on Facebook. A paracordium is the name. Okay, all right, check it out, you know Sunny Coast. I love the fact that it's all the mums and one dad. Yeah. Who, are, who are the PR officers? Oh, I know. Well, you got You got to have your PR back. Like they don't really care, but they're like, I know all the details, <laughs> and this is where you got to go, and you got to buy the stuff. Thank you very much. Goodbye. There you go, kids of the Sunny Coast. Well done, Kelly and Bex. Ninety-one point nine CFM. Donald Trump finally. Yes has been banned from Twitter. They'll reinstate him. I mean, it's reports are saying, so who yes. knows if it's definite, but Twitter has reportedly banned uh, his campaign account from tweeting uh, because he put out an interview and a tweet, I believe, yeah. saying that children are, in quotation marks, virtually immu- immune from COVID-19. And there is a, a policy of Twitter that if you're going to report facts, you don't misrepresent them, exactly. and that's what he's being accused of. So the mouth, but not the POTUS account. Not his his direct account, I don't Well, think. yeah, all it's saying is campaign account. I don't know the yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah. Uh, imagine they're closely linked. Being banned from Twitter. Imagine being Trump and just getting your head around that. Oh, it's about time they banned it. Well, he's trying to ban TikTok from America <laughs> in general. So you, about time one of them was just like, nah, sit, we're going to ban you first. Sit up on your sunbed, <laughs> take the goggles off and go, <laughs> what's doing with my life? Hey, uh, so we wanted to find out what you've been banned from. i got some. I got a high-end kind of one that I've been banned from. Oh, um, here we go. Not high-end, but more. The High Rollers Club? No, just not the sort of story we're after. I've been banned from an entire suburb. For 48 hours. Please let it be Malulabar. Please let it be Malulabar. By Please the let cops. <laughs> Why? Uh, it was about 10 years ago. Uh, I was out uh, celebrating the success of a radio station that I worked at. Mm-hmm. Early morning, uh, walked past two girls being physically harassed slash assaulted by um, two men. Mm-hmm. And I decided that um, they deserved a little bit of physicality on their side. Didn't realise the mate, the men had five other mates, and oh, I got the skin flogged off me. But the girls got away, which was great. Uh, and then the cops turned up, and I was there with my torn shirt. And they said, "You're not coming back here for forty eight hours." Fair, very I'm fair. Just trying to save some people. Yeah, I know, but violence is bad. We I don't, don't like it either, but I also <laughs> don't like people getting assaulted. Uh, look, plenty of people would have been banned from pubs, clubs, uh, even sporting clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, banned from doing stuff around the house. True. I'm trying to think. I got banned from doing um, high jump at school. Why? Because I tried to dive over the bar instead of Fosby flopping. Oh. And my PE teacher came and was like, Ellie, 
you're not allowed to try it anymore. You're going to hurt yourself. I got banned from hurdles for the same reason. I was climbing <laughs> over them like one leg at a time. Marky in Karoi, one of our favourites. Have you been banned from something, bud? What's the story? All right, going back a few years ago, number one on the job, nothing going in to um, all this place where they make the newspapers and went in, did the first tank and the um, the mate goes, oh, just jump on the side of the truck here. And uh, so I jumped on the side of the truck and he drives around the corner and sure enough, here's the safety officer. He looks at me, looks at the driver and goes, get off the site now. <gasps> oh, wow. So all you were doing is on a truck full of crap, uh, hanging on to it and going for a bit of a joyride. That, that, that's the one. So, I mean, I don't, I, I'm not very familiar with your industry, uh, Marky, but is, a, is if you're banned from the work site, does that mean that you're not allowed to work anymore? Oh, uh, no, no. See, um, we didn't, I didn't go back to that job for a few months and then one day one of the boys were sick and... Um, the boss goes, right, you're going to have to um, sneak in there without them seeing <laughs> you. <so." laughs> how do you, in there. <laughs> with the greatest of respect, how do you um, sneak in in a truck that is full of septic juices <laughs> and grease? Oh, you know, you just um, got to look the part and behave and just do the right thing and they don't look at you. And oh, you I pop know. on a fake beard and yeah, moustache. Yeah, that's it, that's it. I just imagine Marky going full Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, amazing, Marky. Another cracking story as per usual. Thanks, bud. Thank you very much, guys, and you have a lovely Thursday, Arvo. Emma's in Landsborough. Emma, what have you been banned from? Well, I might have been banned from one of my closest friend's son's uh, rugby. Why? <laughs> well, I... <laughs> I get excited when I watch sports and it doesn't necessarily have to be my child that is, you know, winning or even running, just even running on the field. And I may have gone with a family friend to this said uh, footy match and I may have jumped up and screamed, go, go. (laughs) (laughs) And um, no one else was standing up or, or screaming or shouting at all. And I was told, Maybe I should sit down and perhaps not come to the next game. Oh. Just for cheering. <laughs> yeah. What Are you is wrong <laughs> with this country? And are you sure you didn't do more than yeah, that? Are you sure there weren't a couple of sledges in there, Emma? Not, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. I mean, you know, I don't actually know the rules of the game, so I'm not really <laughs> sure if I was cheering at the right time. But people were running and it was dead quiet and I felt like they might need some help. Do you know what? That's passion and I respect that, sister. Good on Thank you. Thank you. I hate Thank to you. ask, though, who do you support? Like, who's your favourite sporting team in, in professional Yeah, do you league? actually well, follow any sports actually, you know about? I'm, a, <laughs> I'm soccer, so I'm the Matildas. Oh, yes. The Matildas, of yes, course. cracking team. Oh, well, do you know what? So You're allowed to. So do you scream to. at Sam Kerr, streaming down the left flank? <laughs> goal for goal. Are you excited <laughs> that the um, the World Cup's coming here? Yes, yes. Super excited, actually. Yeah. Have, uh, it, it does. Has FIFA written to you yet to ban you from any yeah. female games? <laughs> no, not quite. Not quite. Um, I'll be waiting for the letter, though. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, oh, well, great call, Emma. Thanks Cheers, so much Emma. for getting in touch. Thank you. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM.